0: Great. It is so, so good to be uh, chatting with you and carrying on uh, the PRISM series. I always think that's hard to say. PRISM. Hopefully it's about PRISM, uh, not about PRISM. Um, but I would like to carry on. We've had a game, and I'd like to maybe just do another quick activity with you guys now. So I'm going to need six people, but I'm going to tell you what it is before you get up. And I know some people are like, yeah, I'm ready to go, but I'm going to tell you what you're going to be doing. All you have to do is come up on stage and write something on a piece of paper. Oh, we've got a bit of echo in there. Um, so, uh, you have got the opportunity during that to win one of these lovely prizes. So, I've got a cream egg. Yeah, that's a good one. Who likes cream eggs in the room? Is it a bit like 50-50? Yeah, okay. Or a singular orange moam. Who likes the orange ones? Okay. For some reason, a strong like of that in my crew. Great. Uh, we've got a pack of skittles. Who likes skittles? Okay, a mix, a mix on those. We've got some Smarties. Who likes Smarties? Do you guys just like everything? Are you guys just like, I'm up for anything? Great. And we've got a bar of Galaxy as well. So all you have to do to win one of those is I'm going to get six people up on the stage. And you'll notice there are five items. And I'm going to give you a piece of paper and I'm going to give you 30 seconds. And all you have to do is write one of those things on a piece of paper. Then we're going to, without consulting with anyone else, and then we're going to get you to reveal your answer. If you're the only one who's written down that thing, you get to have it. If anyone has matched with you, neither of you get it. So you need to think carefully, but also you can't talk to anyone else about what you're writing down. So can I get six volunteers? Lovely. Maisie. Go on. Um, oh, I've just completely forgot your name then. Shout out, Harry, yeah, Harry Ditchfield, lovely. Uh, Do you wanna come up? Three, have I got three so far? Come on up, guys. Yeah, do you wanna come up? Yeah, the one in front, and then someone from the, yeah, come on, lovely. So I'm gonna give you guys each a piece of paper. Do you wanna grab one and pass it on? And I'm gonna give you all a pen. Lovely, okay. And then what I need you to do is I need you to turn around once we've got, everyone got a piece, we've got six. 2 one, two, I've only got five, who else wants to come up? Go on, Jonathan, you add your hand up first, lovely, can we get a piece of paper for him? Thank you, is there one more pen left? Yeah, thank you, okay, would you like to face out that way? And then, Maisie, if you could face kind of that way, and then to the back, to the back, and then kind of face that way, and you face that way. 30 seconds. Yeah, you can face forward. 30 seconds to write something down. Go. Haven't got, thir- go haven't got 30 second timer, but I'm going to give them, like, a five second warning in a second. Making sure you can't see. Five, four, three, two, one. Stop. Okay. Keep your paper close. Okay. Jonathan, what did you write down? Galaxy. You crossed out Skittles. Let's see if that was a good or a bad move in a bit. Amazing. Galaxy. So the galaxy is not up for grabs. You guys, you obviously went too high. The look on your face tells me everything I need to know. We've got Galaxy again, guys. Yeah, you had me in there a sad face and I was like oh he's gone galaxy again okay let's see if you're getting that cream egg galaxy again what did you go with? orange Orange moam so the guys who repeated the guys who said galaxy go and sit down and then I'm going to award some prizes so we had an orange moam and we had a cream egg is that right? here's your cream egg just wait there for me for a second here's your moam okay now how do you feel now I've handed that cream egg to you? Um, happy I guess exactly the word i was looking for and i didn't even prepare you for that how do you feel now you have your orange moham um not good because i don't like them Mm. but you went with it yeah great you guys can sit down and you guys can eat those yeah just take it with you it's all good it's all good right let me get rid of some of this stuff so i can chat to you If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, go on then. Go on then. (laughs) Lovely. Um, So you notice a word that got used there, and that word was happy. Um, And actually, in that game, you were trying to maybe get something that would make you feel happy. And actually, one person, sorry, I didn't get your name, but the guy who got the orange orange Moan was like, not actually that happy because I didn't get something that I wanted. But actually, I think we were trying to think about what we would pick, what the people would think. And I think we're trying to think about getting the best thing that we possibly could, and that's why some people went for Galaxy, even though they knew it was like a top-tier item and some other people might say it, they were like, that's the thing that's gonna make me happy. And I think we're always searching for the better thing, the thing that's gonna make us happy, and I think that we do this in life as well. And let me explain what I mean. Here's some scenarios for us. So we wanna hang out with our friends, that's a nice thing to do, because we feel like that will make life better. Maybe we also wanna get a little Saturday job because bringing in a bit of money, that would make life better. We wanna ask that person out because that would make life better. Then we maybe wanna break up with someone because we feel like that would make life better. Maybe we're thinking about quitting that sport or activity that takes up a lot of our time because that would make life better. Or maybe we're thinking about trying out for a sport because we think if we made it, that would make life better. So there's some conflicting statements here and maybe sometimes you think you'd love to have a Saturday job and then some other times you think, oh actually, on a Saturday I'd much rather be hanging out with my friends and having fun. But I think since you and I only have one life, it kind of makes sense that we want to get everything that we can out of it. We want to think about whether we're making our lives better or worse. And uh, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm someone who because of all the options in life and because of wanting to live life to the full, maybe sometimes that actually gives me a bit of decision paralysis and decisions are hard. I'm totally the kind of person where it's like, where do you want to eat? Me, oh, anywhere. My husband says, oh, I'll make this suggestion. Nah, not there though. I'm totally that kind of person and it drives him absolutely crazy. But I'm always thinking, is there something better? We love to kind of weigh out the pros and cons of things, and yeah, maybe we could do that, but then maybe we could do that other thing, and that might actually make us feel happy. Is there something else that's better than that? And I think then we end up stuck because there's an endless list of pros and cons. And I think we also like to think about pros and cons, and we're weighing up the pros and cons when it comes to church and faith. Is this gonna make things better or worse? Is it going to be fun? Will I be happier? Is it worth it? Will it, like, make my life better? And there's people who talk about faith in God, and they use words like life-changing, and you're like, wow, that sounds amazing. Maybe you've heard someone tell their story. We kind of call that like a testimony, which kind of just means something that's true. It's true for them. It's their story of how they started following Jesus and how their life changed in some way and how they're now different and how it changed in a good way. And stories like that are really, really great. But maybe you found yourself wondering, is that really possible? How can following a guy who lived 2,000 years ago do all that? How can a religion with so many rules really make my life more fun or enjoyable? Does faith in God make your life better, really? Or are they just kind of like having me on, trying to make me look better than it is to draw me in? And uh, if you're asking questions like this, kind of wherever you are in your faith journey, I want you to know that that's that's not bad or wrong. In fact, kind of questions like this are what this whole series is about. We've been talking about the idea of a prism. Well done, Taya, for remembering the name of the series. And uh, we've been talking about how if you look at it in one way, a prism, it's kind of ordinary. And then you apply some light to it and we see something completely different. If you change the angle, you see something that you've never seen before. And we're talking about that it's kind of a... Jesus is a bit like that too. When we take a closer look at who Jesus really is, there's always more to discover and we can see things that we have never seen before. So if you've ever wondered if following Jesus can make your life any better, you're kind of not on your own. In fact, for thousands of years, people have been asking this question. And um, Jesus kind of liked to, when he was on earth, he liked to kind of tell stories and kind of talk to people using illustrations and things like that. And I find that so useful because I'm quite a visual person. Um, so one of these uh, things and stories and kind of illustrations that Jesus liked to use was this idea of a shepherd and sheep, because that kind of made sense to people. There were, there were lots of shepherds around, there were lots of sheep. It was kind of an, an everyday, normal job, so it made sense. And uh, Jesus referred to himself as the good shepherd, that he was going to kind of, he was trying to say that he was going to look after people, he was going to protect people. He was going to take care of us, move us where we need to go, help us to rest in safety. And then right in the middle of this teaching, Jesus kind of makes this huge, slightly strange statement. He says this in John 10.10. He says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And people were a bit like, hang on, Jesus. It was kind of like a tap, tap him on the shoulder kind of moment. Like, you were just talking about, like, sheep and shepherd and, like, good things and, Now you're talking about a thief, like a thief's part of the conversation. It seems a little bit strange. And then Jesus continues, and it gets even more interesting. He says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And Jesus is kind of making a point. He's trying to show the difference between this thief who comes to steal and kill and destroy and the good shepherd. But actually, maybe sometimes we're kind of tempted to... Maybe see Jesus as more of the thief sometimes. Think about it this way. I think sometimes we think Jesus is all about stealing our fun. Maybe sometimes we think following Jesus will kill our relationships. And it will make relationships with friends a bit hard. I think we think Jesus will destroy our personality and turn us into religious robots. Maybe we even think that sometimes. We think that if we follow Jesus, our future will be stolen, killed, and destroyed. That we'll have to give up things We'll have to give up on our dream, give up on everything we really want, and live a boring life. And I think we're tempted to think that. But Jesus is actually saying something really different. He says, I didn't show up to take away your life. That's what a thief does, and I'm no thief. I've shown up to make sure that you have life. Not just any life, but in his words, he wants us to live life to the full. And Jesus' goal isn't for us to have less of a life. He wants to give us more life and a better life. So we've kind of spoken about what it isn't and what we can think sometimes. So does Jesus wanting us to have a more full life mean that we're going to get everything we want? Everyone's going to want to date us or everyone's going to want to be our friend. We'll never get bored, ever. We'll never get our feelings hurt or feel any pain. I think you can kind of see where I'm going with this, that, sorry, it doesn't quite mean that. But what it does mean is that Jesus wants more for us than just giving us what we want right in that minute. He's not a genie or a vending machine. He's actually deeper than that. He wants to lead us to more peace, joy, purpose, adventure, community, more of the good stuff that makes life really fulfilling and maybe in ways that we didn't even expect. So I think the main thing that Jesus is really trying to get to in this passage, and this is kind of our bottom line here, which is because of Jesus, we can have life to the full. So how does that even work? How do you find the more, the better, the fuller life that Jesus talks about And I think it might actually be simpler than we think. So maybe for some of you, the first step is to say yes to Jesus for the first time. To have this life lived to the full. It says right there, because of Jesus. And maybe you've always thought that Jesus was kind of like angry or boring or you can insert kind of whatever word there that you maybe have thought about him. Or that following him means living a miserable, boring life. And today I'd really like you to consider this question. What if that isn't true? What if there's another view of Jesus based on who he really is? What if there's a better view of Jesus that could change everything? What if Jesus really is like this prism that we've talked about? And if you look a little bit closer, you might see something different. And I kind of think one of the... The only way, really, to kind of answer some of these what-if questions that we have is by connecting with the person that they're all about. So we find out what someone is actually like by spending time with them. And I think the same is true for Jesus as well. And I really believe that Jesus wants to give each and every one of us a full life. Not full of worldly stuff that makes us happy today and fades tomorrow, but the real stuff that lasts. So I just want to do something in the room. I'd really love it if you could all just close your eyes. And this isn't to do anything weird or anything like that. It's just to kind of offer a little bit of privacy to the people around who maybe want to, maybe they feel like they want to respond to this. And if you don't, that's fine. You can just stay there with your eyes closed. And I would just really like to to just kind of lead a response to maybe you think you would like to look a little bit deeper. Maybe you wouldn't say that you kind of have any kind of relationship with Jesus. And maybe you're saying, I'm not I'm not all in, but like I'm willing to take a closer look. And uh and if that's you, all I'd like to do is just pray for you. So what I'd like you to do is just with everyone's like eyes closed, I'd just really like it if you could just pop your hand up in the air just for a second until I've seen you and then you can put your hand back down. So if that's you, I'd love you to put your hand in the air right now. Great. Great, right. and I'm just going to pray. Um, God, I want to thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that we can look deeper and see something new. And God, I pray for anyone who put their hand up that maybe they're saying the doors open a little bit to them getting to know you. And God, I thank you that you desperately want to know them. Amen. And then if you could just keep your eyes closed, because I just, I felt on the kind of walk over here, another response that I just really quickly wanted to lead us through. So if you could just keep your eyes closed. And I wanted to kind of lead a little response for the people who maybe would say, maybe say they're a Christian, would probably say they, they follow Jesus, have some sort of relationship with him. But that statement about living life to the full, you don't feel like you're doing that right now. For whatever reason. And I think the kind of way to figure out if that's you or not, is think right now and remember the reasons that you said yes to Jesus in the first place. Are you living your life every day as though those things are true? Like when you realize that Jesus loves you and he loves every single person, are you living your life as if that's true? So if you maybe want to say right now, God, I want to I wanna live a full life, this life that you speak about, would you just put your hand up now for me, please? That'd be great. Great. Amazing. I'll give another few seconds. Okay, great. I'm just going to pray. Um, God, I thank you so much that you want to give us a life and a life in all of its fullness. And God, I just pray now for these guys who've put their hand up that, yeah, just that they can... Learn to do that, that they can be focused on you each day. Remember the reasons they started following you in the first place and live their life as though those things are true. Amen. Thank you guys so much. I've just got another just quick thing that I want to let you know about because we've kind of spoken all this and then we haven't really spoken about any of the practical or how we actually do this. And I just think there's a couple of things that we can do. I think we need to be open And maybe saying yes to a couple of things this week. And the first one is maybe saying yes to doing something within you. What if you were open to what Jesus could actually give to your life? The deeper things, not the things that are fleeting and make us happy one second. That cream egg that I'm sure will make you happy for a little bit. And then when it's gone, you're like, oh, that's rubbish. But the deeper things. And then the second thing is maybe... Being open to and saying yes to doing something around you and maybe serving someone this week. Kind of so much research tells us that serving someone can actually make our own lives better and happier. Serving isn't something that a serious, no fun God would ask us to do. It's something that actually makes everyone's lives better, including yours. So what's one way that you could help someone else this week? Have a little think about it. So I think, guys, when we know who Jesus really is, when we look a little bit closer at that prism and see something in a new way, that that changes everything. And like we said, because of Jesus, we can have life to the full. And while I believe that's true, you don't have to take my word for it, why don't you go and experience it for yourselves?